boots with the fur. The fur. Is that apple bottom? <laughs> Hi, I'm Stacy with Edgewater Creative. And I'm Tia with Dunclassy Events. We're two small business owners who reside in the beautiful city of Dunedin, Florida. We love our charming city on the Gulf and want to share with you all it has to offer. Join us as we chat with business owners, event hosts, and charities located in Dunedin and other surrounding communities. So come along and meet, meet us on Main Street. All right, Stacy. Okay. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Everyone, what like everyone all together now. One more all together. And out. Let it all out. Let everything, everything out. All right. I figured um, we really needed that. And if we really needed that, probably all of our listeners needed that as well. Because yeah, the we world is fucked. <laughs> We're fucked, everybody. And on top of that, we were having technical difficulties. So, and then on top of that, on top of that, (laughs) um, I was a shitty co-host and completely forgot that we were recording at four, and I was out drinking a beer and having food at Dunning Brewery. So, and I almost hired Cooper, my dog, too. Yeah. And I was finally, I finally felt Stacy's pain of being fired, but I, I mean, I completely understood. So. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. Anyway, welcome, welcome to Meet Us on Main Street, Dunedin's OG podcast. I'm, I'm Stacy. <laughs> I'm not Stacy. I'm Tia. <laughs> I'm Tia. <laughs> and I'm Stacy. There she is. And this is another edition of our show. Welcome. And I hope that that little breathing workshop that we just did felt really good to everybody. Because mm-hmm. as we know, bars are now closed again in the great state of Florida because people infected with viruses couldn't stay home. So this yeah. is where we're at again. So, and that quickly came to us, which got a lot of people frustrated because that sucks that they literally told they us have in the morning. Bar blue balls. Yes, exactly. But yes, hopefully it won't so last just long. Make your cocktails at home like me. Make your own drinks. So it's empty. That makes my drink sad. That protein shake? No, it's Kratom. <laughs> <laughs> I have been doing more yoga. I did get a pass for Warrior One and they have Zoom classes, which I thought would be kind of a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually really nice to just be like, oh, like I don't want to go out and go to a class. So and mm-hmm. it's like, oh. I can just turn on this. And I, they don't let you use props in studio right now because of the whole stuff. So I have a whole yoga studio of bolsters and blocks and straps and stuff. So, and another bonus, I don't have to have my video on, so I can literally just do whatever I want in the yoga class. So I did that one time I did a zoom yoga class, um, with one of the instructors from, uh, warrior one. I think she's still there. Um, There's, they have Cameron. like 20 instructors. So. And she was doing a restorative practice at night. And I was like, oh, perfect. I love restorative yoga. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to, you know, keep the video off and, um, and do my yoga. And then it was like maybe seven people and they all had their video on. So I didn't want to be that one creeper with the video off. <laughs> Yeah, but what if you like to do yoga in the buff? I mean, you okay, fine, guys. You want to see video on? Video on. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Did you do the student new student special? No. She was oh, offering okay. them just for free, which was very nice. That's what I did this morning. I was like, oh, I'm up kind of early. Let's see if there's anything on Zoom. And they have a free meditation class. Um, so, and that's just normally free, but if you want to go with me, if you, they do do social distancing, they have all the lines mapped out. They have some Mm -hmm. classes they do in studio, but it's $39 to, for a new student for 30 days, which is pretty freaking cheap in the yoga world. So Mm -hmm. that's a really good deal. Get my stretch on. So I got to have something to compensate while I'm off work for apparently two weeks and all the bars are closed. So (laughs) 
yeah now. Yes. Fill it with healthy activities. Exactly. Create them in yoga. It's my mm-hmm. new way of life. Housewife life. See, I've got housewife uh, headband on and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Your new outfit from the Edinburgh Fringe, which I thought- uh, our guest today is Christy from the Edinburgh Fringe. This is the beautiful outfit, which is a romper, which I have always been weirded out by because it's still weird, even though I have finally peed in a bathroom while wearing this. And They're it is weird. Say, even though I have peed in a romper. <laughs> well, now I understand because John was looking at it and he's like, is that a, like, do you have like shorts on underneath it. and I was like oh no it's the silk part so I guess if you pee yourself by taking so long trying to get to the bathroom it has a middle layer to kind of absorb before it you know shows through ah and silk dries quickly so there you go that's the secret to wearing a romper exactly. make sure it has that layer exactly has to have a second layer in there so that you won't see you know pee all over yourself after taking 20 minutes to try to fucking get out of this thing so well you look a lot nicer than I do right now, but. <laughs> um, well, have you been up to anything, um, any more gardening or anything? Fun? Um, no, I've actually um, not done gardening the past week. Um, I'm still, you know, working my way through Parks and Rec. Um, I made a disturbing observation. Okay. Technically, Dominic made it about me. Apparently, I am the Jerry Gergich of <laughs> if I were a character. Did he I'm say that Jerry to your Gergich. face? <laughs> yes, and it's so true. I <laughs> because I'm constantly like spilling things, and today I so this was yesterday we talked about it, and I was uh, making coffee this morning, and I spilled coffee grounds all over the place. <laughs> And I was like, damn it, I am the Jerry. But I'm reacting to it a lot like uh, Tom when he's deemed the new Jerry. Oh, yes. He's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Look, he did something funny, like Chris Pratt Mm -hmm. or something. So you already know that Jerry's name is Gary. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, So I was going to say, I was like, do you want me to, so are you going to be the Tracy Lacey um, Stacy, like we're just going to keep changing your name and like you're just going to go, whatever. <laughs> no, I really I just don't didn't like want to. Jerry, in other I think news, you're much prettier than Jerry. Well, thank though. you. Um, and by the way, in case you were wondering, Dominic is the April 100% accurate. Yep, <laughs> I, to- I totally see that. <laughs> yeah, what character would you be? Would you be Leslie? Well, yeah, I always feel like I would be more of a Leslie, but then with a mix of April, because I always say that John's like my, um, my Andy, because he's kind of more like the, ah, like the fun loving guy. And then mm-hmm. I'm always just like, oh, fuck everyone. But I'm also now being more of a go getter. So yeah, I'd be more of like the Leslie Nope of everything. <laughs> and I'm always planning something, some party True. or something to do. So yeah, I've escalated my, my time. You can work your way out of that Jerry into an April. Or into a Tom. Yeah, I need to. Or an Ann. (laughs) Ann Perkins. I wouldn't mind being Ann Perkins. There you go. Ann Perkins. (laughs) Well, Dominic's pretty good in, uh, you know, exercising. He could be the Chris. Yes, but he doesn't have the positive attitude. Yes, that's true. Well, if Chris (laughs) Traeger and April had a baby, it would be the love child would be Dominic. So, yeah, so I'm working my way through that. And then... um, I mentioned before doing writing and exciting news. I actually won a power prompt, um, which I didn't even know what was happening, but I found out that I won $15. Nice. (laughs) So So how? um, Who gave you the 15? I write the stories through medium.com and um, it's part of a publication called The Weekly Knob. So Hmm. every week they give you a prompt to write about. And then um, at the end of the week, they publish the stories and the editors pick the top three. That's and badass. And you do their power prompt, you can win money. Holy crap. I thought you were just kind of like writing on the side. I didn't realize you were like writing through something that you can make some money off of. That's fucking banging. Yeah. What was your story $15, about? $15. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> um, what was your story about? It was about a, so Gardening. the prompt was fire and it was about a winery that, basically gets caught up in a wildfire in California 
And Why would you do that to a poor winery? What has it ever done well, to you? It, it's happened in real life. So um, that's a sad. That's the saddest story I've ever heard. I know. Well, that alcohol. I know. Was it about somebody that tries to run in and save it by drinking it all? No. Spoiler alert. <laughs> they were able to save at least one grapevine, which then multiplied. And they ended up three years later coming out with a new, better wine. Oh, thank you for adding a happy ending onto that and just not ending it like, and it burned down and the insurance company said it was fraud. And so far they lost everything and one of them killed themselves. The end. That would have been a really (laughs) depressing story. I don't think I would have won the power prompt if that were the case. No, you would have, because they would have been like, um, let's give this girl some money because she seems really, really sad right now. And we don't Use want it her therapy. to off herself. Like, yeah, Use this for therapy, hon. The writing is fantastic, but yeah. <laughs> you, you cray cray. I've been up to that. And uh, we filmed our Stacy and Tia do stuff, our next yes. edition, which was um, a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. That's probably going to be, that's so far is my favorite one. And like, not to say anything against all the other fantastic people we worked with, but this one's a little bit of a different structure as you will see. And it was so much fucking fun to make that Mm -hmm. video. So um, stay tuned. That should be coming out a little bit after the episodes. And I'm really excited to see the finished cut on that. It's going to be so cool. You've and then we did the virtual from the uh, Stacy. Oh yeah, we did a, do our yeah. virtual movie night also. Yeah, we watched Forty Year Old Virgin. We brought that back Classic. on the perfect date because all the bars closed on Friday morning, and we were doing it Friday night. So gave some people something to do: get drunk mm-hmm. while watching us. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. We had a full house too because John was off of work, and Danielle wanted to go out and get a drink. So. I had a full couch on my house. And we had our uh, perma guest, Brian. Exactly. It's always so, there. It was yeah. a party. Yeah. And then other than that, I've just been working on stuff for like social media ads for all 1,200 of my businesses. Today, I went to the Fenway Wedding Showcase, which was actually really good for my business because I go, I love going to wedding shows and bridal shows so that I can uh, network with all the vendors and find out who's in the area. So I love it when the Fenway does theirs because it's all people like they're all from Palm Harbor, Dunedin, like all of them operate in this area instead of someone from Tampa, which is mm-hmm. most of the places. So Margo was there too. I got to chit chat with her from Inky Fingers. Fingers calligraphy. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool too. I saw this popsicle bike entertainment style thing that I'm definitely going to push on people's events because it seems awesome. Like he Who doesn't love a all- good popsicle? Yeah. And he hand makes everything himself. Uh, it's called Professor Pops. Um, and apparently, and the Ice Crystals, which is their Facebook name. But on their is card, he, it just says Professor Pops. <laughs> is he really a professor? Probably. I was talking to them, like, they literally knew everything about popsicles and all these different, like, mad scientists, like, creations. So they have a Cafe Con Leche one they do. They can also do boozy ones also. Um, so I definitely want them. I told, I asked them if they could ride one right to my house and then just like set it up right in front, like on my porch for me only. <laughs> That's all. I but yeah, it's always nice to meet vendors that are local because I like dealing with local people as much as possible. So, mm-hmm. um, and then that I've just been scheduling myself a lot of yoga classes. Very cool. Get out in the world as, as much as I possible on my love. But yeah, that's that. So that's my life. In a nutshell, I'm going to keep saying things because you just want to say something, but you can't because you don't know when I'm going to stop talking. Well, I'm <laughs> going to cut in and introduce our guest today. <laughs> so today on our podcast, we have Christy Jones, owner of the Edinburgh Fringe, which is an awesome store and Amazing. event space in downtown Dunedin. And we learned during the course of our interview how to properly pronounce it. Although Tia still has trouble. So I need to find a new groomer for Cooper. The last one I used moved away and now I don't know where to go to during this whole COVID nightmare. Well, have you heard about White Fang Grooming? No, tell me about it. She is a full service dog groomer. And I know that you've been nervous about going out during the quarantine, but that's another reason why White Fang is so awesome. She has one-on-one service for you and your pet. There's no additional staff. 
There's no constant foot traffic. She does not allow walk-ins and it's only by appointment. And she disinfects the leashes, collars, and harnesses during your pet's stay. Wow, it sounds like she has covered all her bases. That sounds great. And what's even better, she gives 10% off for new clients and offers specials throughout the year to save money as well. Wow, that sounds amazing. How do I get in touch with her? Well, you can either go to her website at www.wfdoggrooming.com or give her a call at 727-222-2885, which is also a text-friendly number, and they are open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. All right, so we're here with Christy Jones from the Edinburgh Fringe. Hey, Christy, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Not too bad. Doing fantastic. Because I also want to say how beautiful our guest today is looking um, with her super blonde hair, which makes me so jealous right now. <laughs> I want my blonde hair back. I was nervous. I do. I feel like we're on a date. I got ready for you guys. I put oh, on makeup so for you. When I did my second toothbrushing, I realized that we were on Zoom. <laughs> well, I must say your teeth are sparkly white. Yes. Thank you. And we showed up like those Tinder dates that you should have swiped the other way on um, and just kind of rolled out of bed for this one. But (laughs) you get our sparkling personality. Yeah, gotta be comfortable. (laughs) Now that our uh, episodes are on Zoom, everyone can see just how unattractive we look and Christy looks third wall can I just do one comment on that so the funny thing is is I never actually know like you don't know where anyone is on your screen so it's funny whenever someone's eyes like right now I think you're looking at me but then right now she's looks like she's looking that was Stacy's looking that way and like (laughs) like, because I'm always looking at the person but it doesn't actually look like you're looking at the person right right yeah mind fuck man but then it's good because sometimes when you're distracted and looking at yourself people can't tell they don't know I know I was thinking that too I was like I've got to stop fucking with my hair they're gonna know I'm looking at myself (laughs) (laughs) that is the giveaway when you start like (laughs) All right. So Christy, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to settle in Dunedin and, uh, you know, give us who, who is the true Christy? Like, um, so many people answer with their career for this question, but Mm -hmm. we want to know you. The real me on the inside. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, this is, this is our first date. (laughs) It's a double date. But you're it's a menage date. We're like a thruple right now. Oh, <laughs> look at this. Is that what you're going to title this one? I was wondering what you would end up naming. Maybe. That could be it. Maybe. We're not That's sure. a good one. That is a good one. I'll write that one down um, as one of the options. Note to self, we are a thruple. <laughs> Note to self, the thruple episode. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I'm a second generation Floridian. I, um, have a 13 year old daughter. Her name's Channing. She'll be 13 next month. And, um, she and I were living in Palm Harbor. So I grew up, um, I'm from Lakeland originally, and then grew up half in Lakeland and then moved to Palm Harbor with my dad in middle school. So Channing and I were living in Palm Harbor on our own. And, um, Ben and I had, my husband and I had been dating and, um, he decided he wanted to move a little closer to us. So we met at seventh sun one day and we were going through realtor.com trying to decide where he was going to live. He knew he did not want to be in Palm Harbor. He didn't like how suburban it was. He wanted to be in Dunedin if he couldn't stay on Indian Rocks beach. So, um, we were searching and I suggested that we move in together. So, uh, seventh son brought us together and, um, yeah, so we moved over here and, um, good relationships start in beer. And (laughs) well, so yeah, he actually, so he took me to seventh son on our first date, but I didn't drink beer. So like unknowing that I was not a drinker or a beer drinker. He took me to a brewery. So we like hopped Seventh Sun and then the living room and fell in love. But um, 
Yeah. So we, um, when we moved to Dunedin, we like just submerged ourselves in the town. We um, joined the community garden and got bikes. And I taught Channing how to ride her bike at Our Lady of Lords and um, oh, started really how to smoke me. pot. Oh God, I hope Channing doesn't learn <laughs> how to smoke pot. I used pot. to go to church. <laughs> I don't see. Okay. So I lived down the street from a church um, in Palm Harbor. And I always felt like when we were, I had a friend that lived right behind it. And whenever we would walk through, if my friends cussed on church grounds, I felt like it was really awful. Like they were definitely going to hell. So I don't know what Pia is going to have to for that <laughs> Um, I do want to throw in something real quick um, to the story is that how connected everyone in Dunedin ends up being is that so I met Christy through uh, my friend Sabrina that does my skincare and funny enough um, she is married to my best friend to some, to an employee of my, not an employee, how do I say this actually correctly? I'm already very confused by this. No, no, no. So my best friend used to work with her husband um, back in the day, like at a state okay. farm. So like, mm-hmm. I, there's like two, like two different strings right there is like what connected Christy into my life. Like okay. we had no idea. And, <laughs> and I have a third one that you don't know about yet that I just discovered. So I had seen your name before we met, like when Sabrina like first connected us and um, I couldn't figure out, I was like, no, I know her for sure. I thought we went to high school together. You said that, um, didn't you, Amy? <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, I know you. I know you from somewhere. I still don't think this is it. So we still have to uncover the fourth. But so my best friend texted me uh, like day before yesterday, I think you and I were communicating on Facebook and she saw our chain and she was like, wait, how do you know Tia Lawton? So you guys apparently, did you go to Christian school? Oh my God, who's your friend? Leanne Solomon was her maiden name, Miss Solomon. Holy shit, yes. I went to, yeah. I went to freaking elementary school with her. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I don't think she went to Christian school. I think yeah, that's the wrong person. Christian. Yeah, it was all through elementary school. I went to, yeah, a private Christian school. Oh my God, yeah. that's freaking hilarious. Isn't yeah, that so funny? Christine, yeah. So like, this is why I have such a, like a fangirl crush on Christy and she's just meant to be in my life. So that's it. We're connected. Sorry if I keep gushing about her throughout this entire episode, but I will now be quiet and let her continue her life. (laughs) We're meant to be. We are meant to be. See, this whole dating thing. So that was kind of it. And then. Feeling really um, awkward in this throuple right now. I'm sorry. There's always gotta be one. I mean. Oh. Girl, you're my, co- my co-host, and I, I don't mean it when I'm going to fire you. It's nothing but love. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. There it is. All right, now let's get back to Christy. Okay. to shut up. Uh, so, um, All right. so, yeah, that's it. Then we moved to Dunedin, <laughs> and we lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the Edinburgh Fringe which I am pronouncing correctly, I understand. I butchering for this entire time. Um, but luckily, I usually just tag it. I don't say it verbally. So. Oh, you've yeah. said it on the podcast multiple times. It's well, fine. hopefully people still know what I meant. They, they probably know better what you mean. So I have noticed there's a lot of Edinburgh, a lot of Edinburgh, every once in a while in Edinburgh. But... I think in Scotland they say Edinburgh, so ah, that's a whole that's, other thing. But we are rebranding. It, I would have said borough. Like if there's. Like I know it's. O-U, I know it doesn't seem like. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it would be the way it is. But yeah, we're we are slowly rebranding it. It so it will be Tef, like not T E F, but just pronounced how it's spelled Tef. Um, so that's why you see like one of my signs out front is Tef. And then um, all the social media is shop tech to just make it easier. And so people are more comfortable saying it and referring us and talking about us. So that was like, you know, that was a rookie mistake in branding and naming. What's the, uh, the story behind it, behind the original name? When I was deciding to start the business, I wasn't necessarily looking to start a clothing store or to have like a fashion brand happening. I really wanted to create something 
in our town and I really wanted to encourage our town to continue growing. So I um, thought about what do I want to see in Dunedin and I wanted to see my style of clothing and like a modern style of a boutique. I didn't want to drive to Tampa for my clothes anymore. I wanted to have something right here. So I knew the town was really significant and important to me, and I wanted to be able to incorporate the name some ways. Dunedin is a Gaelic word, um, and it's Gaelic for Edinburgh, which is the capital of Scotland. And they hold an annual festival of the arts there every year. So it's multimedia, all different kinds of art, all different types of people coming together to create this festival. In similar way, I'm bringing the art of fashion to our town. So the art of design rather. So I keep at least three small designers in store at a time. So people that have a hand in their day-to-day production it's really important to me that they were forward-facing, so not just CEO that's running something to make money, but somebody that really had a passion for their craft and for what they were doing. Um, so the art side of the fashion and of the design is really important. started with just clothing, but now it's the clothing, accessories, and, um, and branching out to different types of lifestyle products, too. We have Toadfish in now that's more appealing for um, a coastal lifestyle. And the guy started it in South Carolina. He's still really actively involved. When I put in orders, I'm speaking with him. So I'm looking for those kind of people, just um, real people that have a hand in their companies. We are rolling out, hopefully this fall, we'll kind of see how things go um, with events. But we are rolling out rotating art exhibits. So every quarter will showcase a different artist in the stores. It's called The Art Of, and we'll have the first one, for example, is The Art Of Photography. She's a Dunedin photographer, Lisa Sampiro will be our first one. Um, so The Art Of Photography will be an exhibit in the store. You'll have, we'll have a um, reception to welcome her in so the community can come in and meet her and learn about her and learn why she got started and what she sees for her art and where she wants to go with it. And um, then we'll have it uh, up for three months. It is available for sale. So we will have the price on the wall available for customers to purchase if they're interested. And then I'm not keeping any commission on that. So this was my way of being able to give back to the art community. So I want the artists to keep the money that they've worked for and earned and to get them exposure. So this is a great work first step, especially for um, smaller artists to start get their name out there. So the first one's the art of photography. And then we have another um, lined up that's going to be the, um, the art of community. And we're going to be showcasing Dunedin specific, and then some things that people did to to work through COVID and how they were able to bring our community together in kind of a weird time when we're supposed to be separate. So, um, and then we'll bring in different mediums, you know, like paints and oils and that kind of thing later. But um, yeah, so those together kind of go with the fringe festival um, concept. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were just talking about it. That's so cool that, you know, you have that vision to bring in uh, local artists. And it's really generous of you not to take any portion of commission on the pieces sold too. Um, You know, my husband for a while, for many years was an artist and um, he still is, but he doesn't really sell art anymore. But, you know, it's so rare to find a space to display art where people aren't going to really rake you over the coals and take a big cut of, you know, art that you have to price low anyway for people to buy because (laughs) so many people don't want to put out the money, even though it's like original pieces and stuff. It's it's just very difficult for artists. Well, and that's what's so, that's what's so challenging right now too, especially for artists, especially for sculptors and painters because people are seeing these generic kind of things at home goods and they don't understand the entire purpose of bringing artwork into your home is that you're bringing this piece of another person into your space and you're you're showing that culture to your children and it just sucks like to see things getting ripped off you know especially the arts um, it's just cheapened it. And it's like, mm-hmm. do you really want that cheapened experience surrounding you in your house all the time? Like, you know, 
And I've always mentioned how I believe that your store has that New York street vibe. Like it has that like (laughs) cultural, like it's something that you would walk down the streets in New York and see like these, that kind of quality and that kind of a boutique store. And it just has this upscale vibe. And it's also something that like, this is like where the artists can come in and place their artwork up and you have an exhibition for them. So that just draws it even more into that like big city, New York kind of feel um, that I already love about your store. Um, That's, you know, originally that's really what I was looking for. I was like wanting it to feel like this totally local spot that nobody really knew about and it was sort of hidden and tucked. And I had like a business coach come in and talk to me from the chamber. And he was like, you got to get more signage. Like, what are you doing? When my old location, my new one's oh, awesome yeah. for visibility, but my old location was just hidden, but it was kind of by design. Like I wanted it to feel like, oh, like, what is this thing? You know, um, like almost like a speakeasy of mm-hmm. like, you know, clothing stores kind of. And I was like, nah, the people will do it. The people will they'll just spread it and it'll feel like a secret and it'll be great. And he's like, that's not sustainable. You won't be able to stay in business. So I was like, what? No, it's perfect. It's going to be so weird and unusual and secretive. And I don't want any signage. And he was right. He's so right. <laughs> so, he, um, Girl, he's our just to put he's kind of an expert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It turns out he was an expert in his field. So. Um. <laughs> the art exhibits you're going to start doing those in the fall but another fantastic thing about your space is you also rent it out for events and parties Mm -hmm. and things like that as well um which me being an event planner I literally push the ever-loving crap out of your place for people to because it's just such a cute place like it has so much potential and how I've always said how it has that upscale kind of vibe to it like a swanky like cocktail party like for a fundraiser or like bridal showers like and then you could even have like you know your clothes up to still sell or you can drape off the room so if you don't want it out like there's so many options for it and it's a nice size space so yeah for sure so we um in my old location the small location um when I had opened it just for the boutique I was surprised how often I was getting asked to do events. So I had a good amount of nonprofit events in there where they would use, so the nonprofit would use it as like a member mixer. So the members could get, you know, more time like getting to know each other or um, recruitments to bring in new members into the organizations. Um, But then we could tie in where they could shop after and then I donate a portion of the proceeds to their nonprofit. So it was really great for them and really great for me and so such great exposure so that worked out well um and then I started getting asked for private shopping um so I would have women that would rent the space I provide um and for the shopping I didn't charge any kind of like fee for the space you just come in and shop and then I provide wine cheese um, water just like a charcuterie for them and they can shop and have a good time with their girlfriends so Kind of like what it turned into what I, I didn't understand at first because I was like never at that level where I would like be able to shop privately somewhere. Um, but what it is turns into, which I understand now, it's like if you're sitting in a restaurant and you're with your closest friends and you're having a great time and you kind of like the conversation goes and it's like you're so comfortable with each other. You start talking about things that you probably don't want strangers to hear and it gets really loud and whatever and you feel like you have to keep it down. It's them being able to have that fun experience together, but in a different environment. So they can like hang out and have fun and talk about whatever they want to talk about privately and loud and be crazy, but then they can shop at the same time. And we've got the wine and the snacks. So it just turns out to be such a fun, such a fun time with girlfriends. Um, So then when I decided to move the location into the artisan, it was a brand new building and I was able to do the build out myself, which was awesome because I was able to intentionally build it out so that everything on the floor is mobile with the events in mind. So, um, you know, it is a clothing store, but it can be completely transformed really into a blank canvas too. Um, so with the event space, we do it, we rent it really a la carte. There is a base level just like a base price and with that automatically included you have access to um, four tables if you want them 20 chairs if you want them a projector and um music so then you have music oh and a long buffet bar 
Um, the projector is great because you can use it if it's a bridal shower. You could play photos of the bride, you know, growing up or with her friends or with the bridal party or whatever. If it's a um, an office coming in and they want to have their meeting, they can we can set the chairs up so it's more of like a classroom setting so they can lead a meeting. It's um, Android and Apple compatible so they can do a PowerPoint or whatever they need to do on the projector. And then it easily the space transitions to where then it's more casual and they can do food and beverage after and um, have music going and that kind of thing. So you get the um, basic included and then for add-ons, we have the option to add on an event planner. So we work with done classy events. Um, so I'll do like basic kind of organizing if you're scheduling an event, but if you want help with um, um, someone to set up your food or set up or do decorations for you or plan the whole thing, like you don't even know how to get started. You just know you need to hold a baby shower for somebody. Then Tia would be a really good person to talk to. And she's going to be able to organize the entire event for you. That's not something that I would do. I just have the space available. Um, then you can add, so you could add on the event planner. You can add on a hostess again, done classy offers that. So, um, that was just genius. If you've ever held a birthday party for your kid, you know that you spend the entire time chasing around trash and trying to clean up garbage. Or if you're having a meeting, you really need to be up there talking to your team. You don't need to be trying to show somebody where the coffee is or make sure there's enough like sugar and creamer available. So um, um, Dunn Classy Events has a hostess available so that she can keep the trash taken care of, clean off the tables, direct people where the bathroom is and allow you to have that, that event. Um, you can also add on, um, oh, that was a good one. We do um, rented letters. So there's a company um, out of Safety Harbor. They have three foot tall letters. They're backlit and colored so that you can change the color. It's different LED lights, whatever color you want mini facials so you can add on someone to come in and do facials like Tia had mentioned before pipe and draping so if you don't want to have shopping as a part of the event then we can pipe and drape so it's a completely blank canvas um yeah just lots of options so lots of different ways to kind of turn it into whatever someone's looking for it is definitely though an event space for a small event and you actually have a couple events coming up that um, we're doing like your yoga. We're doing a, yeah. a, a sip, stretch, and shop yoga class on July 25th mm -hmm. at 10 a.m. Um, so that'll be yeah. fun because then you'll even get exclusive first look at some of uh, some new products that Christy will have out. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And then I keep, and then we keep talking about trying to get a fashion show going in the fall too. Yeah. So yeah. that's know. That'll be great. And then by then too, we'll have all new inventory. And I think people will be hopefully like knock on wood, ready to get out in the world again. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that yeah. sounds like a good time for everyone to start like, because everyone's Moving. kind of baby stepping it. So I think fall mm -hmm. is, will be the nice time where people start really thinking about events again. So but yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Edinburgh, she's freaking awesome. <laughs> Yeah. And it's a great location. What did you Where, just say to you? How did you I say said, that? All right, shut your face. <laughs> we accept <Tef>. all pronunciations. <laughs> um, just call it Tef. Yeah, Tef. Um, and because where are you located at? Um, so we're in the Artisan, so across the street from Dunedin Brewery. And then I'm in the plaza with Sonder, which is huge. So Sonder. Um, Iberian Imports, Salon Blonde, and Nature's Food Patch. So it couldn't be a better location. Anything yeah, you'd need definitely. for to have an event there, like because you obviously don't have a liquor license, but you could bring in a mobile <laughs> bartender, or there's Saunders, or there's Dunedin Brewery, and you yeah. have Nature's Food Patch if you want to pick up catered food, and if you want to get mm -hmm. your hair done, there's Salon Blonde. I mean, it's like you're right in like the one of the <laughs> yeah. Nice go areas. get your hair done at Salon Blonde before the event, yeah. then go. <laughs> to Tef for the event and then go to Sonder for a drink afterward. Yeah. Well, and, oh, and then earlier in the day, go to Iberian import to buy, um, like a cute accessory for the party. Yeah. Well, I was going to yeah. say, go and to she just, Tef. 
to get accessories and well, clothes that, for the party. I mean, buy your Jesus. outfit from Teff. <laughs> <laughs> and accessories, but also accessories for my beer. Sustainable natural court products. And she just got licensed. So she has wine in there now. It's like almost like a market. So she's got olive oils that are amazing. We're olive oil snobs in my house. She's got really awesome olive oils and um, wines and stuff in there right now too, which is nice. pretty cool. Yeah. So how did you get into fashion? Uh, have you always had like an interest in fashion? And well, I was very into my jelly shoes and pre-K. <laughs> Middle school, I, looking back, I was definitely more into fashion and I was sort of more of my same style I have now, like a little bit more like simple, um, like a classic kind of timeless style. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really comfortable like mixing things together. So I would take like my grandma's brooch and put it on jeans or cut up a t-shirt that had a cool pattern that I liked. I would cut it and then hand stitch it onto like the sleeve of a sweater and that kind of stuff. So High school, I then got way too focused on what was cool and what was in style. And I lost a lot of that. So it like just transitioned into like, you know, whatever, like Hollister clothes that were in. It sounds like very much like uh, Molly Ringwald in Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, high school was a bad time for fashion. And then I think it was after I had Channing. I started to kind of do that, like figuring out like, all right, who am I? What is my, like my style? What is fashion like? Um, and I was 21 when I had her too. So that was a weird time because people were still dressing like teenagers. My friends were, but I had this beautiful human that I wanted to be the best version of myself for. So I, you know, just thought a lot about like, what does that look like? You know, and it's not dressing like a high schooler you've definitely found your fashion because you always look adorable, especially all of your social media with all the like stuff that you're wearing from the store. It's like, everything's just so cute on you. And you like everything, and you even accessorize. It just, it all goes together perfectly. Well, I I think you said it best, you know, a little while ago, Christy, is that your style is very classic and timeless. And I love that even with the accessories and stuff, like, it's just, it's like a very elegant classic style. Well, thank you guys. You know, I think it does. It makes it a lot easier. I, you know, I got to the point where I realized, okay, I'm going to invest in just a couple of things and I'm going to wear them again and again. So I tell people when they're in the store and they're looking at, we have different price points, you know, we'll start like a $28 tank or whatever, but we go up to a $300 dress. And if somebody really loves one of these dresses, encourage them to give it a try and just think about it because um, I've got one from the store that it's definitely more than I would have ever paid for a dress. Um, But I can wear it with heels. I can wear it with flip-flops. I can wear it in the summertime. I can wear it in the wintertime. I can add a jacket. I can accessorize it. Like it's just different enough that it's memorable, but it's not trendy at all. So I'm going to have it forever. And that's a huge thing I look for is when I'm doing my buying. Um, One thing is when I'm doing my, um, like my designer buying, we've got three different levels of clothes in the store. Um, One of them is the designer level. And when I'm doing that buying, I'm really cognizant that if someone's going to invest in this, I want them to know they're really going to keep it for a long time. So I asked myself, okay, if I bought this, could I pass it down to Channing? So I've got three like different levels. Um, The first one is like our introductory um, lines. And so that's going to be stuff that is current. It's really fun. It's super easy to wear and you might just wear it for a season totally honest with you I'm trying to direct people out of that mentality that's where most everybody's comfortable shopping right now and they feel good about it and that's where a lot of stores are comfortable selling because they feel like they're doing you a favor by offering you a less expensive product and it's nice and it's great to have that um, available but I want people to see that like okay this section has or these things are this introductory level but gosh like if I'm touching the moderate level that feels totally different. In the moderate level, I'm sourcing things that are going to be more of your staple pieces. They're a hundred dollars and under. Um, they're like sweaters. We got really great sweaters in um, last winter that were like a cute cap sleeve, but then had a decorative sleeve. So they're solid, but then they've got something decorative. So you're going to be able to wear that for years and years. 
not just right now where like in our introductory, we've got super cute things, but like, you know, leopard print, that was really great last year, but you're probably not into it now, you know? So um, I want them to kind of see the options. And then our third level is the designer. And that's where I'm really focusing on that person that's making the clothes. I'm able to track down the factory that it's made in and I can make sure that they're made, um, that the people are treated properly there. And um, that's one the ones where I'm really focused on, okay, I'm going to buy this. Could I pass it down to Channing? Yes. I want my customers to feel that way too. So it makes it really easy to, to add to your closet. If you are investing, like just invest in three or four different things and then you can be adding on more later. So then it's real easy to add on an accessory or to add on a trendy jacket or a cool pair of shorts or whatever. So I love that so much how you said like with it's accessorizing because you're absolutely right. And I would love to have, like you said, like a few outfits that I could just change up like by putting a jacket on or wearing different hats or wearing like a whatever else with it. And it looks like a completely different outfit that I could wear like every day of the week, but have it look yeah. different each time. It's totally. Well, and too, I really, I would love if we could change that narrative where it feels like you have to be in a different outfit every day. Like mm. chances are, if you see me and I'm working, especially if I'm working in the store, if you come in every single day during the week, I'm wearing the same outfit. Like it just takes a lot of my thinking away, you know, like find something that you like and then just freaking wear it. If you didn't sweat in it, who cares, you know, Um, but we've got this like weird warped mentality where we think, oh, if I see somebody tomorrow, I don't want them to see me in this outfit. Why? Like, you know, that's a dumb, that's such a dumb mentality. So, um, I kind of wanted to ask you, um, you mentioned classic pieces that everyone should have in their, uh, wardrobe. What are some classic pieces that every woman should carry in her closet? So for sure, a wrap dress. A wrap dress looks good on every body type, and you can really alter it to fit however you're comfortable. Um, Another cool thing with wrap dresses, especially if it's a true wrap, um, look for ones that aren't already sewn together because you can wear that as a jacket really easily. So wear it with a pair of jeans and a white top. We had two great ones in the store last um, last fall. So I'm always looking to keep wrap dresses in because they are so versatile. Um, so wrap dresses, definitely. Um, and then jeans that you've invested in. So spend a little bit more money. Ma- make sure that they're not jeans that are super trendy, like a super flare when that comes back in or like a super, super so, um, tight straight leg something a little bit more moderate, a medium wash and no rips or anything in it. Just have one pair. You're going to keep that pair forever. Um, and then you can add in the fun stuff too, but just keep that one pair of jeans, a pair of um, black slacks. And even if they're like joggers, super comfortable is what you're looking for more than like, if you think they look perfect, whatever. And again, you might invest in that, but like, sweatpants type of material is okay just something that's solid black um, that you can dress up and dress down because then you'll be able to wear it in the airport when you're traveling but you still look nice enough that if you know you're meeting somebody or you're it's a work thing you look like you care (laughs) cared enough to get ready for them um or um you can wear it to dinner you can black slacks you can easy wear those with heels or with tennis shoes um and then a plain white top so I like a button up, like collared, like a men's style top, um, mm-hmm. but even a tank top or a shirt. But again, get one that you've invested a little bit of money in because you want it to be thicker so it'll hold up in the wash um, and so that it's not too see-through and so it doesn't start to get that dingy look to it. You just want it to look more polished. But yeah, with those, oh, and a blazer. Um, a blazer too, because you can really dress that up or down. It's a great right now that t-shirts are in style. You can easy, easy, if you're going to something professional, like a work event, you could easy throw a blazer on over a t-shirt, um, even jeans and heels or something, and you'll look polished and put together. So a blazer is a great one to have around. Yeah. I really love the blazer uh, look for that. I used to wear them a lot in my old job. Um, Mm -hmm. but I need to get new blazers because I gained weight. So (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, so now my blazers don't fit me, but I had like a couple different colors and I, you know, it's nice to dress up and dress down in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my coworkers would always um, tease me about wearing a blazer all the time. <laughs> They're perfect. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so great though. And we, we used to say, um, actually I made up a, I said this, um, it was a Staceyism. She who wears the blazer wields the power. <laughs> it's not yeah, a lie. Yeah. And it's usually cold inside of office buildings anyways. So yeah. instead of wearing like a dumpy jacket, you've got a nice blazer on. So you always look yeah. professional. Exactly. They're just sitting there in their cardigans, jealous mm-hmm. of the exactly. blazer. Or their Absolutely. hoodies. depending on what kind of office yeah (laughs) all right well I think we just about covered everything I do just have one final question before we go into our little game portion which actually is not really game anymore it's a inside the the podcast studio okay that's where we're gonna handle it inside the podcast studio oh okay that's good um so tell us about Brody. You didn't mention him <laughs> and everyone needs to know about him. Yes. My angel, my angel boy. So Brody turned three years old last, uh, in June, beginning of June. He is our pig and he is, um, some kind of mutt. He's, uh, here's the questions that are, yes, no, he's not going to be 300 pounds. <laughs> he's already three years old and he's maxed out. So he is like a 45 ish pounder. I guess, which is really, really crazy small for a pig. Um, No, you probably shouldn't get a teacup pig. (laughs) It was a mistake. He's really high maintenance. I love him so much, but I'm very lucky that we are like my entire family. Like we're all mentally ill over animals (laughs) because he's not, he's not an easy animal. And when we were picking him out, it was like, we had heard like, they're easier than dogs. And they're more fun than cats. It's the perfect animal. And he's, it's like, he's very smart, but smart, not in like the way you think like, oh, we're going to be able to communicate. It's like smart, like a three-year-old where he gets really upset with you and he holds grudges. And so then he'll, if he gets depressed, he, um, and he gets depressed by not getting enough attention. And by not getting enough attention, I mean, like sitting down and just like, playing with him and talking to him and feeding him for hours. Or if he sees you walk out with vegetables that you plan to eat and not offer him one, he will also go into a depression and he takes it out by either ignoring you when you want to spend time with him or rooting the yard. So um, if you ever walk down Wood Street in Dunedin and you see the little pig out front, his name is Brody. He loves attention and he really needs it and thrives on it. So please, feel free to reach over the fence and give him a little scratch and say hello and ask <laughs> and then, him to twirl. And then maybe his mohawk will pop up because that's the cutest <laughs> thing ever. I went and saw him the other day because I was like, I have to see this pig. And like all of a sudden, like Channing was petting him and his like little hairs turned right into a freaking mohawk on the back. And I was like, I didn't think you could get any cuter. And he did. <laughs> oh. So and right now he's going through it's summertime and so he sheds so he has hair on him and like a dog in the summer he sheds and so he's starting to lose all his hair so he won't have his little mohawk over summer and then he'll get it back in the winter but he gets even cuter somehow he's like oh, I just love him well I guess if you do want a pig maybe it's an okay idea but maybe come in like babysit Brody for a couple of days before you I decide would. I totally would. If you go out of town, I'll totally take care of. Uh, She has like so many pets that like, if I lived your life, I would literally come home, lay on the floor and want them all to just like, give me love. Everyone. I do. I know. I really like, this is an actual thought I have sometimes. I'll be sitting on the floor playing with my babies and I'm like, God, I feel so sorry for people that don't come home and get loved by their animals. You know? I know. I know. Does Goku do that to you, Tia? He does. He actually will uh, wait by the door. Like if he hears me, uh, he can hear my car in the uh, parking lot and he'll start meowing around and like circling. And then he's like part dog. Um, But then he will like, and he does, um, he'll like, we call it, he ploops because he'll like stretch (laughs) and then he'll just land down and he wants you to like pet him. Oh, Goku. And you have a, do you have a weenie dog, Stacey? I don't. I have two dogs. I have 
I'm seeing if I've got one with a dachshund. I have a Boston Terrier Puggle mix. And <laughs> he's laying in the blankets. We have pillows and blankets back there for them. <laughs> oh, I see him. But you can kind of see him. Yeah. He's brindle, so he blends in. Is it Cooper? Yeah. Yeah. And then we have a beagle. Um, oh, the that beagle. Is most likely a beagle basset mix because he's a little bit bigger than a beagle and has like a little bit longer ears. Um, but yeah, he's cute pie too. Is he ravioli? Oh yeah, ravioli. I knew uh, somebody with a good name. All right. So before we start the uh, inside the podcast studio questions, one final question for you, Christy. Where can people? I know you said where the shop was, but where can people find mm-hmm. you online? Online, um, www.shoptef.com for online shopping. And um, to get in touch, especially for booking the event space, definitely the best way to contact me is Instagram in the, uh, the DM. So shop tough on Instagram is a really good way to communicate better than calling the phone. I'm not, we are not great on the phone and Spectrum and I are having big issues with the voicemail. So just better to instant message me through social media. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Christy. We will be right back with Inside the Podcast Studio. Hi, I'm Stacey Dennison, co-owner of Edgewater Creative, LLC. We specialize in creating video ads for small businesses. With a background of working on film sets, not only behind the camera, but also in front of it, my husband Dominic and I strive to make our clients and their businesses look their best and feel comfortable on camera. Let us tell the story of your brand cinematically. To contact us, go to www.edgewatercreativefl.com. All right, everyone, welcome to our new end of our interview, which is called Inside the Podcast Studio, which uh, we just came up with uh, five minutes ago on this episode. So we finally have a name for it. And uh, if you hadn't heard before, I have stolen, well, I've borrowed this from James Lipton from Inside the Actor Studio, RIP. And um, added in some, uh, kind of, a couple different ones. And, but he stole it from someone else. So again, I don't care. It's not plagiarism. All right. Are you ready for your questions? I'm ready. All right. What is your favorite word? Oh, I thought it was corny one. Love. That's cute. What is your least favorite word? Responsibilities. (laughs) What is your favorite curse word? What animal would it you flowed want to... out of your mouth a lot easier than it I know did a lot easier than Alicia's. Though. Yeah, I did hear that sweet angel on here, and she struggled with that <laughs> word. Yeah, exactly. That was hilarious. What animal would you want to be? Yo, know, you said mythicals allowed. Yes, you can make no. up your own. Um, I would want to be a cheetah. A cheetah. That's real. I know that's real. It's not mythical. I changed oh, it. a cheetah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, a cheetah pet. I thought you she said cheetah, a... like a oh, cheetah pet. Like a chip cheese? No. no. <laughs> That's um, <laughs> what animal would you never want to be? Mm, a mosquito. What is your favorite kind of cereal? <laughs> I really like grape nuts. Grape nuts <laughs> are good. Yeah. I know. I was like, if I answered that question, it would be Raisin Bran. Can <laughs> <laughs> get your fiber in, ladies? <laughs> um, what is your We're least such favorite- adults. <laughs> What is your least favorite kind of cereal? Oh, the special K with the um, strawberries that are dehydrated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Like a neuropathologist. So you could like like cut people's brains open and see what the inside of bodies look like. That is fancy AF right there. That's a classy one. And then if you died tomorrow, what is one thing you would want the world to remember about you? That I was a good mom. All right. Well, those were your 10 questions about you from inside the podcast studio. Thank you for playing along. Um, and Oh, I printed this one out for Alicia. So this is what you'll be getting. Um, a coloring page. 
I was hoping I was going to get an Inky Fingers coloring page. Yes. yes, and you are. So we will uh, get that out to you shortly, probably today, because we're going to be seeing you later to do your video. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, Christy. Well, thank you so much for being a good sport. And thank you, guys. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank, thank you, you Christy. so much. All right. Thank you so much, Christy. As it may have shown during the interview, I have a fangirl crush on her because um, she is one of my favorite small business owners in downtown. Um, so I apologize for any awkwardness you may have felt during our interview, but I do I felt definitely especially awkward and left out. But you know, you're always my, you're, you're my top bitch. Like, you know how they, like pimps have that main one and then they got all their other ones. I mean, Christy's like right up there with you. But this isn't a fair thruple. This is that's true. I'm sorry. I can't help it. She's just so <laughs> fucking cute. Have you seen that girl's face? It's so cute. She's adorable. Yes. All right. So, anyways, um, so even though our, all the bars are closed down again, so um, we do surprisingly still have some events going on in town because they haven't closed everything down. So we have a bike parade. Uh, that will be down the Pinellas Trail. You can find more information on Facebook about that one. I, I know it's from 10 a.m. to 12, but I don't know which part of the trail it's starting at or ending at. I'm going to guess the Dunedin section. And then... And uh, I know our friend Russ from Dunedin Bike Tours mm -hmm. will be leading the way with that also. Yes. So you'll see him in his all orange outfit, unless he's dressed like Uncle Sam, which I wouldn't put it past him. I'm also doing so. <laughs> So that is what I've got. What about you, girl? I have on July 7th, uh, there will be a BAYP Bay Area Young Professionals Lunch and Learn at Marguerite's Cafe. And that is going to be... Um, we're finally <laughs> having a networking event that's in person. No more. We're not doing a virtual one. It's so exciting. <laughs> And the guest of that will be actually Danielle Duffy from Think Tank HR. She'll be talking about how to make your resume pop. So that is a great topic if you are out of the workforce due to COVID or you are looking for a new job or looking for some resume tips. And so that will be on July 7th at 1130. You do have to register in advance and bonus, you can get your headshots updated by me at Edgewater Creative. And that is going to be very at a very, very low discounted rate. Um, again, if you know we're trying to help the community by uh, offering it to people that may have lost their jobs or their incomes right now. So we're offering um, headshot sessions for just $25, which trust me, you cannot find anywhere else. And side note with Danielle, Today is Danielle Duffy's birthday when the episode comes out. Uh, it's July 2nd. So big happy birthday, Danielle, happy from birthday, Meet Us on Danielle. Main Street. Um, we would sing, but we're not going to put you through that. Um, just happy birthday. You're one of our favorites, too. You're in our quadruple. New word. Quadruple. <laughs> quadruple. All right. What else you got on your calendar? This year's Kiwanis Midnight Run that's always down on the causeway is actually going to be held virtually this year to keep everybody safe. So they will be starting on the 3rd and you have to finish before July 10th. You can register online at www.kiwanismidnightrun.com. And then we have another virtual movie night coming up. So our next what, virtual what? movie night is going to be on July 10th. We will be watching the most amazing 90s movie of all times, Clueless. Um, as if. As if. Whatever. So that will be pretty awesome. We will be watching it with our episodes five, seven, six. Eight. One of our episodes episode. guests, a prior episode's guest, Margo from Inky Fingers, who we mentioned earlier on the show, and our perma guest, Brian, will be there as well. Always. And Brian, like Paul Rudd, never ages either. <laughs> Just so he keeps being our perma guest. Gotta give him a little shout out. Good. I like that. 
All right. And then finally, we've got on July 12th, there is a Drum Your Heart Out fundraiser for Dreamers Dance Company in Dunedin. And um, that is because they've been struggling due to COVID. And also someone then stole their trailer that they have, um, they use for events and stuff, which is really messed up. From a freaking like drum, like a dance company that like Mm -hmm. helps children. If you're one of the people that listen to our podcast, podcast that or our podcast and you listen you can just stop because I don't want you as a listener because you're a piece of shit and that's my PSA on people who steal fucking carts so so anyway that event is going to be um cardio drumming which I can uh attest to that being fun I I want to do cardio drumming a lot so Check it out on the Facebook. I definitely want to check that out sometime. We have to go. Um, All right. All right. So those are all the events coming up. And always remember to please rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, there's a lot to remember. So you may want to write this down. We do advertisements. So starting at as low as $15, your ad could be placed on our episode with our 500 plus listenership. That's a lot of ears listening to that ad. That's a lot of business to be had. And I didn't even mean to make it rhyme. That's what kind of genius you'll get on your time. <laughs> well, mind right? blown. Exactly. Well, I think it's about time to end the episode before Tia starts rapping more. <laughs> we can, we can, okay. All right. Well, thanks so All much right, for listening. Thank you. We will uh, chat at you later chat at you later guys bye Bye. fuck you goku